0: Ah, uh, patriots, we've got your back. We tend to take democracy for granted in America.
1: I just want the freedom to tell the
0: stories that I need to tell. But the fact is,
1: men have fought and died, and
0: died. for the sacred right we exercise today.
1: Feeling patriotic. I love this country.
0: I love this country. <laughs> this is The Bob Cordaro Show on WILK News Radio.
3: Good morning, everyone. It's 9 a.m. in Northeast Pennsylvania, Monday, May 8th, 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro Show, and indubitably, I am he. It is a big day and a big week to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. Uh, So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us begin today's battle. A reminder, this Bob Cordaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. Well, Slabjacker, the Club for Common Sense has convened. We will provide a sanctuary of sanity for you, 9 to noon each weekday, on appointment radio, otherwise known as the Bob Cordaro Show. We're honoring today Joseph Renko, West Nanticoke, United States Marine Corps, 1972 to 1974. He was a Union pipe fitter. He's behind his wife, Diana, and family. Commander James Haffey, Hazleton. He was a U.S. Navy Reserve careerist. Born Hazleton, lived in Schuylkill Haven. He also had a career as an educator. And I noted that um, he worked with NCIS, you know, the famous television shows. So this guy, hmm, fascinating. Bob Gould, West Hazleton, late of Florida, United States Marine Corps. He was a jet airplane mechanic in the Corps, including on the USS Independence Aircraft Carrier. He was a pilot. He was an engineer. He could fix anything. Left behind his wife, Jean, of 61 years. Billy Gowden, Dunmore, and I knew Billy well. U.S. Army, Vietnam. Married 53 years to his wife, Virginia. Had a 20 year career as a cop in Dunmore. Naturally, I would know the cop. PAs. uh, Uh, Pennsylvania AG's office, Attorney General's office as well. U.S. Army, Vietnam. Robert Dopko, Taylor. U.S. Navy, finishing up his stint in Guam. Became a pharmacist. Owned Dopko Pharmacy with his wife. Later worked for Costa Drugs, Robert Dopko. Harry Granville of Scranton, late of Maryland. U.S. Air Force, 58-66, to All-State football player at Abington. Those are the veterans we've lost recently and that we honor today. And it's, I don't know, it's, I'm always uh, wistful about it. It's sad, but I'm proud of these people at the same time. You know, when you know some, when you when you knew some of them pretty well, it's uh, that much more fascinating. I didn't know Billy Gowden was a Army vet when he was uh, telling me to disperse <laughs> and all that when he was a Dunmore cop. Hmm. So I hope y'all had a good weekend. Uh, I did. Nothing on Friday night. Cutie and I just hung around. And then on Saturday, a bunch of us went down to the Mohegan Sun to watch the uh, Kentucky Derby, which is I always think it's great. And the women wear the hats. I I like all that. You know, you find out you're getting old. I'm 62. And I feel no different mentally and emotionally than I did maybe my entire life. And that, that may be a good thing. It may be a bad thing. But we were outside and the band was playing and beautiful weather, sitting there having a cigar, and the, the band was too loud for me. That was too loud for my son and his wife, too, so I thought to myself, okay, maybe, uh, maybe it's not me, but... Yeah, I just said, geez, if they'd turn it down a little bit, we'd enjoy it. <laughs> and uh, Sunday were the highlights, I think. I got to, um, you know, I got to visit my granddaughters. I didn't get to see my grandson, Benjamin, but I got to see my granddaughters. And uh, I'm watching, I told you I watch Volpe. And then I watch um, Pennsylvania Outdoor Life. So I'm watching Pennsylvania Outdoor Life, and I love Don Jacobs. And, and I don't hunt, and I barely fish. I've, I haven't fished in God knows how long. The last time I, pre- I pretended I fished when I came home late, like at 8 in the morning once, when I still lived at home. I mean, that's the last time I remember even talking about fishing. But uh, I do love to fish. It's like just a distant memory. But And I don't hunt, and I can't have a gun. So I just still love that show. And they had on this week, and here's your veterans. I tell you about what they do, and we try to give you a little flavor for what they did after service. And Don Jacobs has this... um, Annual event that the American Legion Post seventy eighty one in Mountaintop runs, where they take these kids to a, a pond or maybe it's a small lake, fishing with kids with disabilities. I know, I know the Crestwood School District was involved because they, they had interviewed some of their special education teachers, and I, it was I brought tears to my eyes. It was just so great. I, can that be a highlight of a week? Yes, it can. I thought that was so fantastic. It, it highlighted these special kids, these special teachers, and these special veterans all at once. So kudos to Pennsylvania Outdoor Life and Don Jacobs. Really, I, that, that just was fabulous. I can't even describe how good it was. You know, I don't know where you, I'm sure those shows are archived somewhere, but uh, I was really impressed with the teachers and their brief interviews, but I was, I was just bowled over by the American Legion Post in Mountaintop 781 doing this event. It was remarkable. Just remarkable, and then on, then after that, we had the um, interview, which Coach Jim Roth, and then f- firstly, and we're going to have him on Thursday, Alexander Monelli, who did the documentary on this amazing Southern Columbia Tiger football team. Road Scholar sponsored the Power Player of the Week. Congressman Dan Muser also, his uh, one of his staffers, Nate, gave a shout-out to the team. And uh, it was, I, I I enjoyed my own show. I really, truly did. I enjoyed doing the interviews, and I enjoyed doing the interviews so much about Southern Columbia and this Thursday night premiere on WVIA of the uh, documentary that we extended the interview with Coach Coach Roth and uh, Alexander Manelli. and so you, you got to go to YouTube just to get under the hood with this Coach Jim Roth. Uh, we interviewed him for... Thirty some minutes. I could have gone on for hours. Any football coach is not yelling at me, I love. And um yeah, so go to YouTube under uh the Show dot com and check out this episode with Southern Columbia Football. It's about excellence. And I, I said it at one point during the program, during the show, TV show. I said that um Well, I say this about veterans, but it's obviously very true about any kind of excellence. Quiet excellence or very public excellence like Southern Columbia football has experienced and continues to experience under Jim Roth. And that was they do the ordinary and these would be drills and fundamentals and discipline over and over again so well that it becomes extraordinary. And then you have a football team that is second to none in class double A. With, and, and they've only got class A numbers at the school. So the documentary premieres Thursday night on WVIA, we're going to talk to uh, Alexander Manelli during the week. But I, I, I do urge you, go to go to YouTube and uh, check out the Bob Cadaro Show on TV. All of the additions. I really do. I'm proud of the show. It's really good. It, it is good. It's informative. It always tugs at your heartstrings. And you learn something about somebody doing something great in this area every week. Uh, but I'd go because we have an extended version. The first time Mark Dennebom are p- sort of, he not sort of, he produces the, the whole thing. And so he'd been encouraging me, extend these interviews so that, you know, people have a reason to go to YouTube other than the fact that maybe they couldn't see the show at 1130 Sunday morning. And I, so this was the first subject we did it with. And uh, yeah, Coach Jim Roth, really, really good stuff. By the way, uh, I I was trying to get to it looking at the newspaper on Friday and did not. We had a number of regional firefighters honored in Maryland over the weekend. And I you know, I like to get rid of things when I'm done with them. and I thought I was done with the paper from last week when it was in the story was in. So the and I saw it on TV, Mark Hiller uh, was talking about it. And uh, they had an event, a big event in Maryland, an annual event honoring firefighters. They put them on an honor roll. And Firefighter Sunday was one of the people. That they honored. And uh, I just, it just, you know, again, it tugs at your heartstrings. Really does. These firefighters who lost their lives.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. worker of yours.
4: President Truman announced the official surrender. This is a solemn but glorious hour. I wish that Franklin D. Roosevelt had lived to see this day. General Eisenhower informs me that the forces of Germany have surrendered to the United Nations. The flags of freedom fly all over Europe. For this victory, we join in offering our thanks to the providence which has guided and sustained us through the dark days of adversity and into light much remains to be done the victory won in the west must now be won in the east the whole world must be cleansed of the evil from which half the world has been freed United, the peace-loving nations have demonstrated in the West that their arms are stronger by far than the might of dictators or the tyranny of military cliques that once called us soft and weak. The power of our peoples to defend themselves against all enemies will be proved in the Pacific War as it was proved in Europe. We never part, alone, Mary Lou, goodbye
3: heart. We're back. May 8th, 1961. Sunny day, Eric Nelson, a.k.a. Ricky Nelson, was born on this day in 1940. Teaneck, New Jersey. That and that was the hottest new song this date that year. Hello, Mary Lou. Love Ricky Nelson. And then... And I'll tell you, I talk all, about, all the time about, could we? where's Dwight D. Eisenhower to become president? I'll go one step further. Where is Harry Truman? I'd go that far. But that is him announcing victory in Europe day. World War II ends in Europe after Germany signs an unconditional surrender. German General Wilhelm Keitel formally surrenders to the Allies, represented by the United States, the UK, France, and the Soviet Union in Berlin. Big day. Could you imagine all these World War II veterans we talk about and uh, honor? I I can't even imagine the significance to them and their families. A day like that, this day had back in 1945. Dave Zyke texts in, I hope I'm saying it right, by the way, tell me, Dave. Uh, Hello, Bobby, I love what you do for the men and women that are and have served our country. Have you ever served? No. And to my regret, Dave, I regret that I did not. Um... I went to college to play football and I had it on my mind to go into politics and go to law school immediately and I I just I went through those things from one to the other and never served. I'm disappointed. Almost signed up after I had a, a bunch of kids for the Gulf War. And then I did some research on Iraq. I said Iraq this is like fi- the, the United States of America fighting New York State. I realized at that time they only had eighteen million people. I said this is going to be a rout. I said I'll I'll join, and I'll be stuck in the military for a couple of years and miss it. You know, not even get to the action. It's going to be too fast, and I did so. I didn't. But uh, yeah, thank you for asking. But that's actually maybe the reason why I'm more devoted to the veterans, because I didn't do it. And I was certainly able-bodied enough to do so. I just, just the, you know, I had other priorities, and I wish I did not, at least now, looking back on it. By the way, the thing I meant, meant to mention... Uh. All during the, the Saturday at Mohegan, I kept running into people that that listen to this show. Part our, you know, our family, our uh, extended dysfunctional family. I kept meeting them. It was, and it it is such a thrill. It really is, and none of them like, oh, you know, they don't want to dominate your time or and they just want to, they want to say hello. Let them, let you, you know, let me know that they're part of the gang. And maybe take a picture and then, you know, just so, but believe me, I think the same of you and the show does not happen without you just so it just does not happen without you. That's why LTS means love the show. That means I love you guys too, because you're the show. But, yeah, I ran into you guys. Somebody's mentioning that met me at the the one restaurant, at, in front of the one restaurant. Yeah, uh, I love meeting you guys. I just absolutely love it. It's great stuff. Clive from Beaumont. How are you, Clive? I'm doing great. Uh,
2: when the United States went to the all-volunteer Army in 1973, I knew two things were going to happen. One, we were going to have a major disconnect between the military and in the civilian population of this country, and that's happened. In two, the military was going to be misused and abused and sent into some folly where we shouldn't be, and that certainly played out in Iraq in 2003. But anyhow,
3: but I mean, when we had, I, the, I mean, just not to be argumentative, but when we had the draft, we went into foolish things like Vietnam as well. Oh, absolutely! There's no denying
2: that. Of course. You know, uh, young men, myself included, were subject to the draft, and 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 you had no choice if you're going to be drafted, unless
3: you wanted to go to Canada. But, but I wish they had the draft when when I was young. I I truly do, with no with no exemptions other than health, and and maybe religion. I, I wish they had it. <laughs> I I I know I missed something. I agree with
2: the with the exception of religion.
3: Now yeah, we, we're losing you, Clive. No, we're somehow you got off track there. Do we have okay. you back? We got you back.
2: Okay. Uh, anyhow, my wife and I were in Missouri last week and a week before. I mentioned to you, we went to the National World War One Museum. Excuse me, in Kansas City. We also went to the Truman Museum oh. in Independence, and uh, it was just tremendous. What a person he was, what a president he was, and that's what we need today. When he said the buck stopped with him, he meant it. But anyhow, uh, we were at this uh, Cherry Blossom Festival, and one of the guests there was the granddaughter of Dwight Eisenhower, Mary Eisenhower. Tremendous person, very nice, down to earth. Anyhow, she was on a panel, and she was asked the question, how would your father... Handle things today if he, the grandfather would handle things today if he were president. And she was very upfront. She pulled no punches, didn't hold back. She said, one, the debacle in Afghanistan never would have happened. Two, we wouldn't have a wide open southern border. Yep. Three, we would be respected in the world. And four, we wouldn't have this out of control inflation because he got upset when he was in office when it went up to half a percent. So two great presidents, unlike this fool that we have in the White House today, that continues to destroy
3: this country more and more every day. Where are they now? I, I think that um, I think that Ron DeSantis is cut from that same cloth. But yeah, I, give me Eisenhower first, but I'll take Truman second.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Thank you, Clive. Appreciate it. Sure. All right, sure, Larry in
1: Plymouth. How are you, Larry? Hey, Bob. How you doing? Good. Hey, first thing, Bob. Uh, uh, they got to ban horse racing. Why so? Because on the way to this, the to Kentucky Derby, seven horses died, and anything that hurts animals, I'm against. I didn't hear that report. Oh yes, they yes. In fact, two of them on Saturday they had to put down, and it, they breed these horses, Bob. So their legs are pencil thin and they just make one wrong step and they break their leg and you can't would broke I don't know why they can't do something with a broken leg but obviously they can't so I'm against horse racing okay but another thing just be, be I like boy. it I
3: enjoyed the race I, I yeah I know what you, I I know what you're saying this, you know the um the breeding the overbreeding that occurs, uh, is, is detrimental to the animals that that's, I,
1: I can't disagree if, with you there. They, Bob, if they raised Clyde, if they raised Clyde stales, I wouldn't have any problem with it. But, but anyway, Bob, I just want to ask something to ask you before. Did you ever know a bar up in Scranton called the Savoy? Oh yeah. Uh, Lackawanna Avenue. Avenue. Yes. Okay. When I was, <laughs> when I was working in Scranton back in the seventies, we used to go there for lunch and, Me and two other guys were in there, and it was like an oval bar, I remember. And we were sitting on one side of the bar. Maybe this is what's wrong with me today, Bob. There was a (laughs) woman on the other side of the bar, and she had this, like, turban on or whatever, whatever, and she threw a Malocchio on us, Bob.
3: And I think that's what's wrong with me today. You got the Malocchio, but if it was a turban, you didn't get the Malocchio. The three fingers across the bar at it. <laughs>
1: thought, Memories the from hell? the Savoy. <laughs> I remember beers were like 15 cents, I think. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> and, they, and they were warm. And they were warm.
3: Ah, oh, that is great. I remember <laughs> but, cold beer at the Savoy, but I never got the Maloke there. Okay. <laughs> but, but,
1: but, Bob, I want to talk about the Texas shooting. Yes. And here's the thing. Since that shooting, Bob, what are they not talking about? Tell me. Huh? Tell me. They're not talking about the Biden crime family. And uh, did you notice that? They're well, not it's a, it, I
3: mean, it's a, they use anything as the deflection. And the thing they don't point out, which I marked down for myself uh, just so I'd remember it, but it's top of mind. More people were killed by a truck. Yep. So I'm th- saying, well, then we got to ban pickup trucks or whatever the guy was driving in the other Texas massacre. I, you know, but uh, yeah, when they jump to gun control immediately, yep. it, it, it really disturbs me because we cannot govern with
1: emotion. And that's what Bob, the Democrats this, want. I, Bob, I think this was another false flag. I will say, you'll maybe laugh. I believe the CIA recruits weak-minded people. If you look at every one of these shootings and everything, and you go into their background, they're not even talking much about this guy that did this.
3: Larry, the Malocchio's talking there. Huh? <laughs> the Malocchio's talking for you no, there. No, 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 Bob. I know you're laughing. Here's, here's like the that, reason, you, Larry. Larry here's the reason they don't talk about it. Because both killers were Hispanic. That, yes. that does not interest, if it's a minority, it does not interest the media, the left-stream media at all. That's why they're not talking about it.
1: Well, well no, they're it's the, the cover-up to the Biden crime family. That's what I believe. Um, I just, that's the way I feel. And then here's the thing, Bob, you know, uh, uh, you know, after I'm gone, you know, there's a lot of things like the Kennedy assassination, all these. I know you don't believe in conspiracies. But I do, and long after I'm gone, Bob, you'll still be around, but you will find out. <laughs> we don't truth. know that. But You'll find out the truth, Bob. It might be too late, though, Bob.
3: Yeah?
1: See, see you, Bob, you have one, just one flaw.
3: <laughs> I, can run to, I can find a lot of people who disagree and say there's uh, many but more.
1: you got to get rid of that naivete. That's, that's your main flaw. I always tell you that.
3: Okay, okay. You know, so I can't you disagree that, with that.
1: Maybe I could help you work on it and everything. <laughs> and we, 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 we could get you straightened out. Bob.
3: Maybe I need the maloch.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I need to get gone. the who long Maybe she's not that jeez!
3: I know some women, I know some women or, you know, some older Italian women who might do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Larry. I
1: appreciate okay, Bob, it. Thank you. All
3: right. Yeah. Nobody's talking about banning uh, the type of vehicle that killed eight people and wounded a bunch of others at the, Im- the illegal immigrant center in Texas. We really have to make policy with our heads, not our hearts. We truly do, because it never works when it comes from your heart. And, and, and you should guide your heart that way, instead of just reacting emotionally. Very quickly, Mother Teresa, May 8th, St. Teresa, loving trust is only the fruit of total surrender. You cannot have trust unless you are with the person. Total surrender and loving trust are twins. She goes deep and, and uh, beautiful every day, St. Teresa. Thank you, Mary Regina. Somebody texted, good morning, Bob. Just wanted to let you know my wife and I went to a Joe Nardone-sponsored 60s concert. That's the one we were talking about and got to interview all those great artists at the Kirby Center on Saturday evening and it was a really nice tribute to all veterans showing the tributes uh, were was fantastic big time lts and don't ever forget it i won't forget it thank you so much and i'm happy you went cuz that had to be that had to be a great concert. and i am pronouncing dave zyke correct lts and have a great day he says <laughs> you too dave how about this one so he says lugs Love you guys sincerely. New reply to LTS. <laughs> okay, Yogi. I don't want to get, you know, let's not get mushy here. I get enough emotion, you know, during the show that I don't uh, I don't want to add to it. Okay. Now John Prill is coming up uh after the news with uh another edition of Monday Musings. And he wants to look at Ukrainian corruption. And he mentions, uh, hopefully, a little bit of fun, too. And it's just like I tell Johnny, I'll have to tell John Perillo. John, I do the jokes around here.
4: In Lima, Peru, Vice President Nixon lays a wreath at the base of a statue of San Martin, one of the fathers of Latin American independence. The crowd is heavily infiltrated by red activists who have carried on an intensive heckling campaign all through the vice president's eight nation tour. After the ceremony, a communist-led mob destroys part of the wreath consisting of the U.S. flag and stones Nixon as he tries to enter San Marcos University an attempt to poison inter-American relations, familiar red tactics shockingly close to home. But South America makes clear that the Reds are only a fanatic minority. In Ecuador, after a cordial greeting at the airport, there's an even warmer reception for Vice President and Mrs. Nixon at an American-supported school. The hecklers are temporarily silent, but in their skillful exploitation of South American economic troubles, they have roused angry reactions in Congress. For the Nixons, it's a pleasant interlude
3: in a harrowing journey. May 1965, Bob Dylan filmed a promotional video for that song, Subterranean Subterranean Homesick Blues, outside the Savoy Hotel, not to be uh, confused with the Savoy bar that Larry got the Malocchio, but the Savoy Hotel in London, England. I stayed there once, loved it. It was in the midst of renovations, so it wasn't great, but it was just great being there. Dylan would be the first artist to make a music video in 1965, I would guess so. Nixon, in 1958, did a Goodwill tour to South America. I thought that the the major incident was in Venezuela, but apparently he had a problem in Peru as well, the communists. No, that's the communists for you. That's the left wing for you. They can't debate their issues because they're wrong about everything, every single thing. Now, my friend, uh, Attorney John Tirana uh, is going to have a, a grand another grandchild. Some point this morning. Good for you, John. So we're honoring today a bunch of veterans. By the way, tomorrow, and I'm happy you remind me. Listen, you could remind me of something 50 times. One of my cousins who I hadn't seen for years, my mother tells me, come at noon uh, Sunday, Your cousin Bobby Mahalik is going to be in, but just for an hour or so. I completely forgot about it. So don't, you guys, when it comes to something on the radio, don't hesitate. And thank you, Rick Biglow, for reminding me, because he'll be on tomorrow at 10 a.m. The um, attention span of a gnat. But Rick Bigelow will be here tomorrow, calling in tomorrow at 10 o'clock to talk about the Battle of the Coral Sea. Another uh, item. I think they're talking about the shooting because DPD Dallas police uh, wanted to get all the facts right. And Associated Press said that the guy identified as a, I I don't know if it was white nationalist or Nazi. I really don't know which. I saw both. So we'll, we'll uh, let this happen. You know, we'll let, let's let... But they're not going to follow it up because he's, he's a minority. It's, it's not going to get followed up. This story will die. An ignominious death. They got their point across. Gun control. Take guns away from law-abiding citizens. But it's the wrong guy. And it even screws them up more if he happens to be a a right-wing lunatic, the Texas shooter. (laughs) Then they don't know what to do. They they just can't handle it. So, yeah. And somebody said, yeah, ban all Range Rovers. I guess it was a Range Rover that uh, killed those eight people plus all the injuries. So, yeah, we got to ban Range Rovers. Body shop guy points out that the they've been preparing for Title 42 to end. Everybody knew it was happening, and the border's still open. Nuts. This, we've got sickening people in charge of this country. Joe Biden is sickening. He makes me sick. He literally does. He's a disgusting piece of garbage. Talking about Hunter, Biden, he's Oh, I'm proud of my son. What, what do you? What's your takeaway? What has the effect been on your presidency? The effect has been that I'm proud of my of my son. Well, what? I'm not asking anybody to disavow their son. I'm just telling you, as I'm watching protests, man, we got to do something about homeless and mentally ill. We've got to take them. We've got to take them and institutionalize them. And you don't let them out of the institution till they either kick drugs or have some reasonable level of mental health. They stay there. Because I'm watching these idiots protesting, mostly white left wing idiots. And this color argument, the whole thing is so stupid. color of the person had nothing to do with the death of that homeless wacko on the subway. Just like color had nothing to do with George Floyd getting killed. It's a disgrace the way the race hucksters run with this crap. By the way, the good news is that Biden uh, only has 36% support. I do want to know who these 36% idiots are. I really want to know. Not Trump. Biden. This is the man who disavowed his own granddaughter. She's three years old. That's a sickening lowlife. And he's beyond incompetent. He's evil. He truly is. He's an evil old fool. No, n- literally, no qualities to speak for. None. Piece of garbage.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Yeah. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs>